Listening to Being Jim Davis. Yes, Virginia, there is a Garfield. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. What? It's a it's a classic what? reference, John. Just because you don't get it doesn't mean our listeners don't get it. They're not all uncultured boobs like you. It's a classic reference. It is. My name is uh, Read a book oh, or a Jesus. newspaper column from yeah. the 30s. I'm still reading the book that you mailed to me. Oh, are you still re- how's that going? I'm on page eight. Uh, Come on! I have sh- I have adult responsibilities, Chris. No, you... Do you? I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> God. And I'm do, Jim Davis. Oh, and uh, I'm Alex D- Dorada-Wolf, and I'm Jim Davis. <laughs> John, Alex, it is Friday. And not just any Friday... Friday the 13th. Oh. Oh, snap. Of April 1979. And we are lo- some very meaningful numbers. Okay. Are you guys ready for this? Number one, it's Friday the 13th. Number two, the 299th ever Garfield. That's a, that's a pretty significant number. Yeah, nice round number. Yeah. yeah. Number three, you ready for this? It's Good Friday. Oh, is it? Good Friday, 1979. On this day, 1,979 minus 30-ish years ago, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was crucified. Hmm, or whatever. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's the 13th here, which is uh, the apostles with the Judas. Yeah. Mm. It's all going on. And yet, instead of, you know going to church or whatever, we're here looking at Garfield. <laughs> John, what happens in today's Garfield? Uh, or whoever. Hashtag Christianity, Chris. Hashtag, um, yeah, oh, our, our latest popular, popular catchphrase, <laughs> Christianity. Uh, Chris, in today's episode of Garfield, mm-hmm. uh, Garfield demonstrates his preference for the theories of Carl Jung. Yeah, whatever. Mm. I guess. I was in a rush to put in some actual yeah. synopses. I would have, I would have said uh, Alder. Yeah, actually, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You think Garfield's not into Young? No, I think it's too. Um, it's too I on th- the nose. Yeah, I, I mean that it, he's not he's not a symbolic thinker, so I don't think Young's theories would mm-hmm. appeal to him. Yeah. Mm, no, that's fair. That's fair. I wonder. Boy. I mean, would it be would it be too out of left field to to see Garfield as more of like a just a William James type? Well, we should get into it. We should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think all of these answers will become crystal clear uh, at the conclusion of today's strip, which none of us have read before. Because, of course, it was only published this morning. Seems likely, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just and, upset that I'm not the one who uh, got to bring up William James. It's my notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I mean, barely, a, nary an episode goes by without at least one <laughs> reference to William James. Uh, 
Panel one, Garfield and John. I guess they're in standard countertop position, although Gar- Garfield is facing the other direction. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, it's, I'd, it's I'd maybe, that. maybe stand, like, you know, stand cowbo, sub B, you know? Yeah, something. Like, Garfield's food bowl It's a variation is in there, on the but... theme. Yeah. And the food bowl's there, and I guess Garfield is, like, supposed to be eating it, but he's just... He's still mad. He's just being pissed off, and he's busy being pissed off instead. I don't know if he's <laughs> supposed to be eating it. He could be eating it, but I, I don't it's... know if there's a... You don't think it's heavily implied that the food is there for Garfield to eat? It's, I mean, the, it's the there for him Garfield to eat at some point, but I don't think it's there for him to be eating this. I don't think you should be making an ought statement about yeah. Garfield. Stop, okay. stop imposing at this moment. your okay. rules on Garfield, man. I'm not imposing my rules on you it. Just, I'm, I'm, you just... You, you I know. I, yes? I couldn't get any further than that. I was just gonna, just, just gonna say, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying I'm is by the, the context clues of what you know, like what we know about. Yeah, you can't derive you, an ought from an is, man. That's just your perspective. When you feed a cat and you put the food before the cat, you don't think the cat should be eating the food. Yeah, I'm never like, well, yeah, you, Louis, you, you never, should eat that food. It's just like there's the food, food if you want it. Um, My duty is fulfilled. Yeah. I have provided the food. You do whatever. Why you got to impose your value system on your cats, John? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, anyway, John is... What? I, I, John is obvi- is clearly trying to get Garfield to eat. That's clearly what's happening. I, I don't think that's true. Anyone who says otherwise is a goddamn liar. <laughs> <laughs> John has I, been abused by Garfield every day. Well, I, I, I think it's implied, you know, every day this week. Uh, why would he approach him if he weren't if he weren't like trying to affect some outcome? I mean, but the outcome he's trying to affect is to cheer Garfield up. I mean, I mean the look, food is incidental. Yeah, cheer up, eat your fucking food. the The food is just a ham handed prop that's there for Garfield to act out against John later. I honestly don't know why you guys are getting Spoiler hung up alert. on this the, extremely the, the, minor the, the, point. Yeah, no, whether it's, it's or not Garfield food. is intended yeah. to eat the food. <laughs> why we're getting hung up on a minor point, because Alex has clearly listened to this program before <laughs> and he knows how it works. Um, I think when you look at what John Arbuckle is saying, John, it becomes clear that he's not really doesn't care about the food. He's saying... I know you've been in a nasty mood this week, Garfield. Many of us occasionally feel angry for no reason at all. Psychologists call it a free-floating anxiety. He's, it's nothing to do with the food. No. It's not like Garfield is suffering from anorexia. I don't really read the words. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, a good, it's a good policy. Seems like a waste of my time. Uh, good yeah. policy. You know, whatever. I mean, fine. F- sure. Maybe maybe the food is for Odie. Maybe that's why it says Garfield on the bowl. No but one's arguing Garfield's food. Yeah, no one's arguing that that's not Garfield's food. Okay, so it's Garfield's food, but John didn't put it there? No, John put it there. I, what I, What are you guys saying? <laughs> I have, You're I saying that John is trying to make Garfield eat the food? We're saying, we, the why, reason do we have to believe that? Yeah, I, you're saying, ascribing an incorrect motivation to John's I'm line. saying John wants Garfield to eat the food. I don't think that's controversial. You I think it is. in his bowl. Yeah, you said he was coaxing Garfield. I don't see any coaxing! Okay, rewind the tape. I never said the word coaxing. I, I don't believe he did say the word coaxing. Eh, you know. Fake news, Chris. We'll, look. Fake look. news. 
we'll, we won't know until you go in after the fact and do the, you know, the replayed music and, yeah. The no, replayed music? I'm just going to edit it so you guys just say, I agree flash, with you. Flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Got a flashback sound effect. Uh, flashback. Um, flashback? What are you talking Flashback. All right, all of you. It's that harp sound. You know. Oh, 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 the, the chromatic scale on the harp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is it chromatic? chromatic scale? It's a chromatic. I don't think yeah. it's, I don't it's think not it's like a, a pentatonic scale. or something. I'm pretty sure it's a chromatic, it, it's a chromatic progression. Yeah, maybe so. Pentatonic is great for flashbacks. Um, should we move on to panel two? Yeah, I mean, if you want, that's fine. Wait, Penta- no. Panel panel two, wherein Garfield is trying to get the food to go into John's face. John, can I can I correct something I said earlier? I said I would pentatonic scale is great yeah. for a uh, flashback sound effect. I yeah, should have said you, what did you mean? Whole a, tone, a whole tone scale. A, yeah, should have said a whole, a whole tone scale. Tone. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. real a lot of egg on my pentatonic. Come on, man. Might as well say no. octatonic. I feel Who like needs eight tonics? I know, right? Oh, no. God. Oh, no. You don't understand how radio works. Now, this is my flashback. All I have to do to return us to the present is fade my voice out like this and cue the organist. And you see, here we are. Yeah, good question. Uh, I'm going to have some of this jalapeno limeade. Ah, yeah. Because I've often thought I want to drink a jalapeno. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, bet it's not spicy enough. Yeah, probably. It's fine, but it's not spicy. It's enough. fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing. Is it like maybe need a little balsamic spicy. to uh might need a little Oh, yeah, a little balsamic to cut the uh to cut the uh, the lime whatever, whatever you don't like about it. Oh god. <laughs> Why did you tell me to drink more Chris, of that balsamic? Well, we, I, if you play back one, the tape, I believe no one said yeah. drink more of the balsamic. No, I, uh, you did. I you never, were coaxing me to drink I balsamic. never used the word coax. Uh, and number two, oh. uh, I, I would suggest instead of just drinking them side by side, I would go ahead and pour the vinegar in there. That's coaxing. That's coaxing right there. What you did that, no. is coaxing. <laughs> what, I'm telling you what I would do. Oh. You you know you gotta be you gotta be your own conscience, Chris. I'll tell you what though, um, the more of the limeade you drink, you start to feel the kick. Yeah, it's cumulative. Yeah, it's actually yeah, just, pretty good. Just like eating a jalapeno, you eat one, yeah. you don't feel anything. You eat seven or eight, your mouth hurts. <laughs> I don't go in for jalapenos that much anymore. I like a serrano. Serrano. Oh, is real I nice. love a good serrano. I love a serrano. I think most yeah. peppers have their place. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying. I'm not. I'm not suggesting a jalapeno holocaust or anything. You're not, you're not, like, you're not like a pepper elitist. Well, you know, I like different peppers. Different, different Panel pepper 2, Garfield different... throws the bowl of food oh, in right, John's right. face, thinking, free float this, motherfucker. Yeah. And the, the and, bowl of and food make, makes a it, splat yeah, into John's just, face. Yeah. Appropriate sound effect. Yeah. yeah it doesn't go poke. <laughs> no. John, John, uh, John clearly was DJing a moment ago. <laughs> But but now his his hand has been sort of I, I don't know it's vibrating for some reason. If you look Whatever. at compare panels one and two, uh, in panel one John Arbuckle like that counter came up to his you know almost to his shoulders. 
Yeah. In oh no, he's two. he's clearly like hunched over. He's like bending. He's hunched over. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's like not... the force of the food bowl hitting his face has shot him upwards. Yeah. Really, I'm wondering if they do not have some kind of oscillating countertop. Mm. You know, that just goes up and down a little bit. Um, Is it the countertop or the floor? Well, it would probably be the countertop because I would assume the counter is on the floor. So if the floor were to oscillate. Mm, but there could be like a reverse oscillator on the countertop. <laughs> Perhaps no, John I, is uh, standing on a trampoline. No, could I be. don't see that. Well, I, I'm not saying it's plausible. No, I mean, I don't Just, see the mechanics of that. Oh. Uh, it, it, and that this is not the important thing about separate. this comic it's just, strip. It's just separate. It's it's uh, there's an oscillator and he's on a trampoline for some reason. Also, okay. he's a mummy. <laughs> he's a what? Mummy with no shadow. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Garfield threw the food at John. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so panel three, I guess, John Arbuckle is sitting. Yeah. There, uh, food bowl still in his face food like still look it looks like that food is still in motion like flying outwards from the bowl <laughs> but i guess it's just splattered over his head i guess bowl. it seems like it's very viscous like like yeah. it, like it, it should it shouldn't be it shouldn't have retained its like uh it looks like yeah you're right it looks like, like it, the thing it, that you said you think it, the thing it, you it, said. it immediately solidified maybe yeah, yeah. Like, like a quick drying clay yeah. 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 Uh, which means yeah. John Arbuckle has only uh, a short time left to live because he presumably <laughs> cannot breathe. Um, yeah. He's thinking, I wonder if this ever happened to Freud. Making Sigmund Freud one of a very small number of real people <laughs> who have been referenced in the Garfield universe. You've got, you've got Freud. You've got Bridget Bardot. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got G. William Miller. G. William uh, Will- Miller was not referenced by. Oh, you're... you've got oh, Annette Funicello. Yeah, forgotten. I was going to say Annette. Yeah. Uh, you've got Bo Brummel. Oh yeah, the 17th, 18th century dandy. Oh yeah, and then also, uh, and now Freud. Uh, uh, who was that other person? Um, was there? Wait, maybe you already said it. The, Bo, the, Bo the like uh, the uh, patriarch of that acting dynasty. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Uh, Lionel Barrymore. Yeah, Lionel Barrymore. Okay, but no, no. Oh, it wasn't Lionel Barrymore. It was Ethel Barrymore. Ethel they Barrymore. Ethel Barrymore Film Festival. That makes more sense. Okay. That, yeah, yeah. John is more of a yeah, yeah. Okay, Lionel's too weird, too contemporary. What? What a weird. Uh, collection of references. Like, that's Jim Davis's go-to references. Yeah. That'd be a great, Roy, very Ethel difficult Barrymore, trivia Richard question. <laughs> what do these people have in common? Mm. <laughs> All referenced in the first 300 episodes of Garfield. Uh, yeah, Jim Davis. I feel like this one's okay. I just don't quite know what he's trying to say. Oh, I, I mean, quite like this one. Yeah? Um, I mean, I... I, I just think Garfield in panel two is very funny. Free float this and the uh, just um, the abandon with which he is flinging the food. Mm. I it got a smile from me. Yeah, I feel like that construction that that you know like whatever this kind of you know like snarky flippant 
mm-hmm. um, like response to somebody. I feel like that was maybe a relatively new thing in the language at the time. Possibly. Yeah. I, I, um, analyze this had not come out. Yeah. yeah mm. it's, it's several, still several years away from that <laughs> landmark uh, Billy Crystal film. I think it was, Is that it was really, it was Billy Crystal and, and oh my uh, God. Robert it, De Niro. Was it Robert De Niro or Al Pacino? I think it was Robert, I think it was it's Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro. Yeah. I always, because they, you know, they're the same person secretly. Yeah. Obviously. Haven't, well, haven't be, be, seen that film. Because yeah. they, 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 they both uh, have just been around way too long and they've like gone downhill since like 20 years ago. And, and Martin Scorsese. More, and have made mm. more mediocre films than good films now at this point. Wow. Getting, getting harsh here well, on the Friday. Well, you work that long, they can't all be good. Is that not common knowledge? I'm sorry. I Actually, I'm not I didn't, sure if that's true. I didn't Pacino. say untrue. I said harsh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they'd agree. <laughs> my my work is mostly uh, garbage. Uh, no, this... I don't. I don't know if I don't. I don't see that with Scorsese. What has Scorsese made recently? Uh, I'm not plugged into the contemporary youth culture. I don't know if I've seen anything <laughs> since the one that won Best Picture, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, the Departed. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, yeah, yeah it was all right. well, you know, I mean, the, the original's better, or whatever, but. It was a fine uh, movie, you know. Got the job done. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was got, doing. He was doing yeah. a thing, John. Yeah, it's a Martin Scorsese. Whatever. <laughs> okay, fine. we've been it's beating fine. around the uh, bush long enough. Uh, I would like to get to my Freud notes. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, please. I'm excited continue. to hear it. Okay. Um, so, upon reading the strip, my first question was: free floating anxiety. Is that Freud? And yes, yes it is. This was, oh. in fact, a concept originated by Sigmund Freud. Um, there you go. Now, I have an incredibly long quote here where it uh, explains what it means. I am just going to try to get to it. Um, he describes it in his outline of psychoanalysis. Oh. Um, in the segment about character resistance, which uh, is basically the general behavior as it exists as a reaction against um, the world around you. So um, your facial expression, typical attitudes, such as smiling, haughtiness, overcorrectness, um, character traits, which are just sort of a default rather than a specific uh, response to a stimulus. Mm-hmm. Um, overcorrectness, I have that. So uh, I'm often too correct. Actually, what you have is hypercorrectness. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So here's the uh, the paragraph where he uses people call the me term. pedantic, but but what they actually mean is <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> economically speaking, the character in ordinary life and the character resistance in the analysis serve the same function: uh, that of avoiding unpleasure, of establishing and maintaining a psychic equilibrium, uh, neurotic though it may be, and finally that of absorbing repressed energies. One of its cardinal functions is that of binding free-floating anxiety, or in other words, that of absorbing dammed-up energy. Just as the historical infantile element is present and active in the neurotic symptoms, so it is in the character. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, Freud using the term free-floating anxiety. Mm. So I was impressed that Jim Davis, in fact, cited a concept from Freud rather than just <laughs> some piece of psychology from Jonathan yeah. Livingston Siegel yeah. and then made a Freud joke. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I I had just assumed that that was not a Freudian concept. No, so, yeah, did, so it's, it's, I. I was wrong. 
but it is unusually cohesive for yeah. a, for a for a a Garfield reference. Mm. And of course, uh, I wonder if this had ever happened to Freud as a response to um, the psychology institution in the 1970s beginning to move away from the psychoanalytic school. Mm. Yeah. Was it that recently? The 70s? Uh, that, they, that they started moving away from well, it? Well, I mean, they started earlier, but it was... Okay. You know, it, it, they've been moving away more and more ever since. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think uh, Freudianism in the 50s and 60s was still fairly... Um, yeah. Um, Well-established and, and uh, ha- had a lot of clout. Yeah, you started the, seeing people moving against it in the late 60s, I think. Yeah. Um, it's weird that, uh, the, I mean, it's weird how young the, whole, the field as a whole, you know, is. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Well, um, psychology as as a science is well, even then, because the the link between the humanities and the sciences, even back in the Enlightenment, was much more. Uh, they were much more closely connected than we see nowadays. So, mm-hmm. psychology as a discipline within the field exclusively of science is a relatively recent construction. Hmm. It was what well, so it was more it was more of a humanities thing. Well, yeah, like philosophy, like the like, yeah. you know, the philosophy of the self and psychology have sure. a lot to do with each other. No, that makes that makes sense. I w- I, mm, I don't think I have enough to say that's actually relevant or intelligent on this subject. <laughs> I'm I'm certain that I don't have enough. I did just, you know, empiricism and, you know, using mm. statistics to try to tabulate the uh, the inner self is a very 20th century idea. Mm. Yeah. The, statistics? I mean, oof. That's all I have. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> statistics. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because, uh, uh. I mean, Freud certainly viewed what he was doing as like 100% objective empirical science. Yeah, when in fact that is when, crazy talk. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. Um <laughs> I mean not to devalue Freud's contributions to the field. I think he did a lot of good work. But yeah. Um, well, but even I mean also a lot of Isaac Newton so. was an alchemist. I mean and like a crazy numerologist and Right, so uh, we're saying know. that Freud was an alchemist. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, just because you're, like, a kook in some way doesn't mean you can't be, like, brilliant in other Freud ways. Freud oh. discovered the Philosopher's Stone. Right, and right. defeated Voldemort. Yep. And, yeah, and defeated Quirrell is what I was going to say. We, uh, we were all headed in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, um, I, I, I read my, my Freud yeah. quote, so I'm happy. I took, no, I I think, took a I week of AP psychology in high school and then and then quit the class. Uh, I took regular Only... psychology in high yeah. school and then took the AP test because mm. we were allowed to, and I did very well. Mm. Which, yeah, I think oh, I God, I'm bragging about that. my AP test scores on a podcast. I'm oh, sorry, America. <laughs> oh, no, it's what you do. I mean, it's 2017. I, mean, I, I just think it's cool because I wasn't know, even in AP we... psychology. Alex, should, we go, should we go around should we go around the panel and and say things that we like about you let's just move on it's um, it's a, been a blessing and an honor to podcast with you and this is the highlight uh, of my year guys yeah, this is the well, well you guys don't wow. remember that that, 
it, it, the cabinet meeting. Yeah. You know, just, oh, is that, that is that one. like an old reference at this point? Yeah, John, that was that was days ago. <laughs> By the time this airs, nobody will have any idea what that is. No, there will be some new crazy stuff. That's there's no. It's not possible for us to be topical in this podcast anymore. I you get a worrying amount of days my in uh, advance. political news from you guys. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is that deeply, is deeply deeply that worrying. Is worrisome. Listen, I just can't handle it since Trump got elected. Huh. It's deeply worrying. Right, and you guys have been very good about reminding me that there are still horrible things going on can all the time. Get... I mean, can you guys believe that Venezuela declared war on New Zealand? <laughs> yeah, who would have seen that coming? Huh. Um. Um. Yeah, I'm done with this one. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I think we're good. Does anybody remember who was hosting? Uh, I think it was you. It, okay. sa- it says me, listening. but I think we... Yeah, I think it's you. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, composed of three armored legs with golden spurs upon a red background. Um, you can... S- <laughs> You can support the show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit our fascinating blog at www.beingjimdavis.com. Oh, and you want to use hypertext transfer protocol when you go to that that website. Do not use file transfer protocol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless you want to get a, a Trojan. Like the horse. We'll upload a Trojan into your computer. From the Iliad. Yeah. A Greek... Uh, anyway, uh... You can you can follow us on Twitter at being Jim Davis. You can follow me on Twitter at Inscrutable Taco. John, maybe it was me who was hosting. Look, it doesn't matter. I'm at the Chris Winter, and I'm at Pro Apocalyptic. Yeah, I think it was me. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. So it goes. <laughs> uh, good night. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Right. Yeah. Thank you for listening, you bunch of animals. <laughs>